There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be? An Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Hey, hey. It's Oak Island Day. It's Oak Island Day, and we have something very, very special for everybody listening in today. Um, before we do anything, I just, you know, we have very special, important guests here. Some co-hosts. Wanna, what? Some co-hosts, maybe? Yeah, we have some co-hosts tonight. But I want to do a special congratulations to us first, because this is our 100th podcast. That's true. And uh, we thought we'd make it super special by having some amazing guests tonight. Um, without further ado, we have Mr. Laird Nevin. We have Steve Guptill, Scott Barlow, and Tony Sampson. Members of the Fellowship of the Dig are here. Hello, guys. Welcome, welcome to Could It Be an Oak Island pregame. Hey, guys. Hi there, and congratulations, guys. Thank you. <laughs> I can't yeah. believe we've. Uh, I mean, we've made it. You know, so we've done like hundreds of live streams, but uh, as far as our podcast feed is concerned, that we put stuff. Uh, for the masses to listen to, this is number 100. So we're stoked about it. Uh, how are you guys feeling about the end of um, the season of the, the Curse season of Oak airing, I guess, mm -hmm. because when we last talked to them, mm -hmm. they they were still finishing up their season mm -hmm. on the Isle of Oaks. And uh, <laughs> but now we're just getting to see the end of your season. How do you feel about that, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch it, so I couldn't tell you. <laughs> it's true. Okay, how many of you watch it when it comes on? <laughs> well, we they do. literally have no idea. <laughs> well, we okay. Why don't we do it this way? We'll do the podcast. You guys tell us about how you feel about it. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so... <laughs> I mean, that's actually, that's good. What's the highlight of the season for you guys so far going into the finale? Uh, surprise, Fifth Can and Stone Roads. Um, yeah, I think for me, the the highlight of the season is, um, oh gosh. I, like, you don't I, have a highlight? Well, okay. I just, you there's did so not much come to choose prepared. from. No, you know what's crazy? So in this episode we're about to watch tonight, we're finally getting to the Muon technology, and th that was hinted at before the season even started. And so I think my highlight's coming tonight where I finally get to see the fruition of that because that's something I've been anticipating all season long, and it's just been like, well, when's it going to be here? When's uh -huh. it coming? When's it coming? And another, another thing that is uh, pretty cool and exciting is watching Laird do the uh, scanning on the CT scanner, the new you know uh, uh, technology over on the island, so... It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I noticed Laird uh, kicked Steve out of the makeup trailer and turned it into his own archaeology trailer. <laughs> the makeup trailer is pretty much non-existent at this point. It's why I wear a hat. <laughs> so just back to your point about um, Laird's CT scanner, that machine is unbelievable. Like um, Laird put something through there. And it was amazing what we saw on the other side. It was unbelievable. It really was. Yeah. Yeah, it's been uh, pretty cool to watch. It's not. That's not the only piece of technology. Um, there's also the uh, 
uh, forgot what's the name of the technology that showed the gold in the uh, archaeology. XRL. XRL. That one. Yes, that's pretty cool to see too. I mean, that's uh, new this season. Yep. So, all right. Um, we do have a bunch of like questions cultivated, and I'm sure people are going to be asking in the chat throughout uh, our hangout session here. As a um, heads up, you're going to have to navigate that because I cannot see it. Well. You got it. Okay. All right. So um, first question is for Scott Barlow. <laughs> All right. It says, uh, this is from Connie L from Texas. She says, I've wondered for a while, what duties a project manager is in charge of? <laughs> for example, do you have, uh, do you schedule equipment deliveries or assign people tasks? Thanks for all you do. Yes. To both of those as well as a list longer than my arm. Yeah. Ask him what he doesn't do. What do you, what don't you do, Scott? There isn't an answer for that. <laughs> you stay busy all the time. That's 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 the uh, you know I I, I, I I get a lot of I get a lot of uh, I'll put it lightly foolish messages and stuff like that asking things like that. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'd like them just to follow in my footsteps someday, just so they could see. I'm not going to sit here and. And blow my horn about what I do, but it's it's there's enough there to keep me busy by all means. Do you wear like a, a pedometer and keep track of your steps every day? Because I bet it's I did, I did I did it first until it started smoking. <laughs> Is that the smoke signals we saw coming up from the island? That makes sense. He he keeps the island running. Is what he does. You're keeping us on track would be a full time job on top of the other hundred things that he does. I mean. Just, oh. Think of it. We have three or four projects in the go at all times. Scott organizes most of the equipment, most of the pumps, the people who are going to work on those projects. I mean, every we are assigned. I, go ahead. Sorry. I fill whatever position need be. Uh, the drill. If a driller gets hurt, I'm on the drill rig. If oh, we need a hole dug in Billy somewhere, I'll be in the excavator. I can be in the office contacting vendors, getting quotes. I deal with money. I deal with a lot of the stuff. Um, yeah. So basically, whatever happens in that island. Uh, like that has to do with us. I'm involved in a lot of that. Does the film crew ever slow you down? <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> He's gonna deflect that answer. I can a hundred percent say that. I but I'll just go to say that a good or bad like a project manager can make or break any team, right? I mean, Scott is more or less your boots on the ground and who is driving the helm here so yeah. clearly he does a good job if he keeps coming back or at least they keep asking him back and he agrees you know so but that leads into um a really special holiday coming up actually Ooh, there is that's right do you know what's on may 12th scott barlow appreciation day he yeah. <laughs> doesn't mark on his calendar <laughs> He's going to be uh, the project manager for that day. Uh, Steve will be leading the charge on appreciating Scott Barlow. He has now been dubbed. So um, how are you guys going to celebrate Scott Barlow Appreciation Day? Uh, I'll answer my phone if he calls me. Okay, try that again. I'll answer my phone if he calls me. <laughs> That's Some people don't do that. So. Scott calls me a lot. Sometimes I can't always get to my phone. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> um, I'm sure we'll take him out. To Arby's? 
if he wants to go. <laughs> it's got it's like a birthday, right? You, you go where he wants. Where do you want to go, Scott? This is your time. This is your moment. Oh. Um, um. <laughs> <laughs> Something yeah. more expensive? I mean, the guys have to treat. What? <laughs> okay, okay. But seriously, it's going to be Scott Barlow Appreciation Day, May 12th. Send Scott lots of hearts, lots of love. One, one thing you'll notice this year on the show, um, I've been asking before to change it anyways, I finally got my request acknowledged, is they put me as Oak Island Tours Project Manager. And as you guys know, Oak Island Tours was the official name of the company who owns the island and whatnot. To most people, they don't know that. They think that I'm in charge of tours on the island. <laughs> so when it come time for tours to start, I get like a thousand messages from people wanting tickets. But you do everything, Scott. <laughs> but that. Oh, dang. I was going to leverage for like a Scott Barlow tour. Let's see here. What else that would be fun. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you know, like even we have people in the uh, chat uh, that recognize project managers make it all happen. Yep. All right. So Chrissy Hardman in the chat says that she wants a zip line on uh, Oak Island. That sounds like fun. It just put on Scott Barlow's part of, list. Part of your because uh, you after you guys find the treasure, it has to be turned into some sort of amusement park, right? Obviously, bungee jumping down the next. I, I, I'd be all over that. That'd be sweet. Actually, that I could. Well, no. As long as there's helmets, because <laughs> you know, or else he's gonna get rattled around in there. You're gonna be fine. <laughs> all right. Um. Well, I, I have a question for uh, Tony. Tony, you uh, were out on some adventures with Maddie Blake this year, um, doing stuff for Beyond Oak Island. Um. How 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 did that uh did how does that come about is my question like do you did they just say hey tony you'd be great for this or do you approach them with something uh, that you're interested in well the interesting thing is there's so many shipwrecks around the coast of nova scotia and um so a lot of them you know date back uh you know, for goodness sake, you know, to the uh, 1600s, and so you never know. Like I said before, whoever came to Oak Island, you know, they didn't drop out of the sky. In those days, they would have come by ship, and so I believe that some of the Oak Island treasure, or some of the treasures destined for Oak Island, are still on the bottom of the ocean today. And so, with uh, things like Newfoundland, um, it's got a very rich heritage, maritime heritage. Uh, lots of stories of pirates and shipwrecks, same as Cape Breton. So Maddie's up for any adventure on the ocean, especially being a diver now. And um, obviously, uh, both him and Rick fell in love with Newfoundland. So I'm, I'm just so happy that they uh, they um, fell in love, actually. Um, although Maddie said that the uh, fish never returned his calls. <laughs> so, Stephen Scott, do you guys understand that? Because... Uh, did you it, on the Beyond Oak Island? Uh, Tony and Rick went to Newfoundland with Maddie Blake, and they all had to kiss a fish. Kiss, yeah. a, kiss the cod. Yes, it's, it's, a, it's a it's a thing. Uh, Same as you go to Yukon, you got to kiss the toe. Yes. 
Uh, awkward. <laughs> I'll kiss a fish over a toe. It's a human toe and a drink. You yeah. take the drink, you touch the toe. Well, you lift. see, if you re if you refuse to kiss the fish, you got to kiss a puffin's ours. <laughs> We're going fish. <laughs> Maddie was really committed to that, though. Yeah, like he, he did not want the puffin situation, so he was all in on the fish. <laughs> Oh man! Hey, you know that that makes me think when we're talking about Maddie Blake and Beyond mm -hmm. Oak Island, Steve, Scott, and Laird. Do you have any interest in uh, joining Maddie on some kind of adventure in the future? Uh, I think I'm ready for retirement. <laughs> we can't have that. They must have found the treasure. <laughs> no, no. If they find <laughs> it, think of how many years of work Laird has left. Sorry, dude. Sorry, we can't let you go. All right, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I would love to do other stuff. Yeah, I think it'd be a lot of fun. They certainly do some interesting things. We don't, or I can speak for myself, I don't watch the Beyond Oak Island or any of that, but yeah. I mean, we hear it from them, right? What they're doing and where they're going and stuff. So it sounds very, it's, it's really interesting. There's a lot of history up there. Every treasure hunt needs a surveyor, right? <laughs> um... <laughs> I'd have to guess yes, but I don't know. Laird's like, mm. What do I always say? Everything's always negotiable. If you can convince them. Well, you, you find more treasure with a surveyor, right? Logic says somebody needs to read about. That's the case, then logic would say that we have the wrong surveyor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the finale's not over yet. <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll step in. Because you know, I'm officially not, but whatever. Now, Deidre has like dreams of joining, um, especially I think Scott and Steve on some kind of crazy adventure through oh, shenanigans. Oak Island. Yeah, I it sounds like I mean, Scott's super busy, it sounds like he needed an assistant. He's got Steve <laughs> <laughs> when he answers my call. <laughs> Oh, so that's why we've seen that other uh, surveyor hanging around the oh, island. Oh, yeah. Uh, Steve's just been hanging out with Scott. Oh, Eric, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're watching the show, and suddenly on, like, the, uh, you know, the guy's name will pop up, and they'll say, Eric, surveyor. Yeah. And I'm like, uh. I, that's what I, I was quite worried, actually. Discussion <laughs> <laughs> about it. Live with everybody else. Yeah. So. Anyways, what did you have another one? Oh, I've got lots of questions. Yeah, well, here. go ahead. All right. So, um, <laughs> Amisha, our friend Amisha from Portland, Oregon, uh, says, Do any of you have a normal home life or is it Oak Island 24 7? I, I, I had the last two weeks. I had the last two weeks off. So, I'm cleaning the house. Hmm, fun. What you don't see is the Ark of the Covenant just out of Lair the shot that Larry over here. Yeah, yeah, that's the <laughs> that's light coming off that side. I know. I've seen the movie. Oh, the back wall there. Yeah. Do you have your breastplate on underneath your shirt? No. Oh, I don't need one. He's missing a gemstone from it. He's embarrassed to wear it. <laughs> I would say we all have normal lives, but Oak Island is a part of our normal life now. I think that's probably could sum it up for all of us. Oak Island is uh, it's a daily thing, even when we're not on the island, but we, we all have normal lives. Very yes. Good. 
that would be for me. That would be for you. You're pretty much Oak Island 24-7 and you have a life, right? Laird's the same. Yeah. Tony would be probably a little less than us, but uh, I still think Oak Island is always there. He probably gets almost as many calls. So oh, he's probably every bit as us. It's, his business is Oak Island as well. Right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Tony would be every bit. That's right. Because his business uh, associated around Oak Island. So I think we pretty much live and breathe it, but we also have normal lives too. Very good. All right. So our friend uh, Mary Molsky, she has a question for Laird. It's, uh, this question says, so when you use the CT scanner, how long does it take to get a picture of uh, something like the firing piece that uh, Gary and Marty found? How long is the process of using that thing? Like when you push so, start. so the initial, you do kind of a setup scan, which is the x-ray. Um, and you can actually tell a lot, you know, I did an artifact for Tony and just with the x-ray, we could see immediately what it was. So that takes 120 seconds, I think, to do that. That's very exact. And then you, yeah. And then you set up the rest of the scan. Um, the rest of the scan can take from 10 minutes to an hour and a half. It can go a lot longer, but we haven't actually done that successfully. And then, and then you have detail. Right. It shows such amazing detail. Well, it, it basically cuts the thing in these minute slices like this and then recreates it. And then you can cut through it. You can manipulate it. It's really amazing. And then even um, create a 3D model as well using it. Very yeah. cool. You said. Larry's done some great work with that too. And it's. It's generated quite a bit of interest so far from from outside places, you know, that, that are they're contacting us now, wanting to know if we can help. I've I've got some artifacts coming that are pretty exciting coming from the states. Yeah, that sounds like a Beyond Oak Island episode to me. You never know; there might even be an Oak Island connection. So. Ooh! Oh snap! You're always <laughs> up them teasers, Laird. I oh. mean. Actually, I'll bring that up. So when we did pregame with you before the uh, season premiere, yeah. you told us there was a even more significant footwear find this year. We and, saw it. Yeah, yep. and we saw it oh. and <laughs> with um, with the boot. Yeah. <laughs> FDR's boot. And Dustin <laughs> guessed it was Roman. <laughs> I guessed that it was Dave's shoe. <laughs> she was closer. <clears throat> Predate Dave. Well, <laughs> yeah. I guess Roman, so she's a little bit closer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, was, that was an interesting find, huh? Yeah. Doug, Doug, I think actually did most of the research on Doug or Paul? Paul Doug. was all about yeah, like, finding yeah. the brand or something. Yeah. I think the research on that. Would work on it. I just saw it as a rubber boot. <laughs> yeah, it was old though, so it's cool. I mean, yeah. it's interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, the Kaufman Company. Yeah. I don't remember the date off the top of my head, but well, FDR area. Okay, yeah. FDR yeah. plus Kaufman, I believe. Yeah. So, um, yeah, one of our uh, friends, Boki, uh, Boki asks, uh, "Do you ever just toss a coin into a random hole and make a wish?" Random borehole. 
They did. They totally did. I saw that. Well, we know that Marty did. Yeah. <laughs> How many toonies are in the money pit just slushing around in the solution channel? That's funny. All right. Oh, okay. I'm good. Go ahead. Uh, I, will, I will comment on a little ritual that happens with every hole that we drill. Um, our drillers are very conscious of what they're doing and the, of the environment, and they, they kind of have a little ritual. So every time they drill a hole, um, when they're pulling out of the hole, they'll always take some rocks and throw back down the hole just to give back. That's a that's a <laughs> very nice tradition. <laughs> it's a good omen. Cool. It's a great omen. I I will agree. I mean, that, that's a nice little ritual. Learned a lot. I bet you there's a toonie in there once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A rock, a toonie, maybe a little no, note. No, they'd never do a toonie. It has to be a rock. It has to be Mother Earth, giving back to Mother Earth. Okay, that's so fair. It's probably all the things that uh, Steve found on the wash table then. That were rejects? All the rocks. That's yeah. just what he found. <laughs> that was more significant than what Lair gave it credit for. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's sorry. Oh, it was all, it was a couple years ago when I found what I called the book binding. Did that that aired, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Laird busted my bubble, but it turned out to be quite an old piece of leather. 1500s. I mean, I think Laird was still right. I think it was shoe or glove, but whatever. At the point point in time, I had the whole island flipped upside down because I told everybody I found the Ark of the Covenant, or at least a piece of the page. I can tell you until Laird bursted the bubble, I had excitement around that island for 20 minutes. That's why they hate me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who gave you the nickname Negative Niven? I forgot about that. Uh, Jack. 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 Yeah. Yeah, well, when you're that happy all the time, anybody that brings you down a little bit, that's going <laughs> to brand that person, I think. going to brand him with a gun to guarantee. He's negative. <laughs> Jack's like bouncing off the walls. He's like a gummy bear. Yeah, I was working on a negative <laughs> Niven design oh, yeah? that said it's a rock, mm. but we haven't got that far yet. Mm. There's great bumper stickers out there that I'm um, pretty sure they say blame Laird. You yeah. can buy a pack of 12 for 12 bucks. Probably yeah. the best investment you could get. We should all have one on the island. Just blame Laird. How many did you buy? I've yet to buy a pack, but I'm just reminding myself I probably should for this for uh, for all of us. Laird Hamilton. He's probably got like a box coming. I mean, you knew the exact price. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> That's telling. <laughs> That's really funny. I'll take two, please. <laughs> all right. So, um, hey, I had a question from Jacqueline, our, our friend Jackie. Uh, for Laird, and she says, uh, "You doing anything with your uh, your volunteer work with elephants that you had uh, done a couple years ago? Um, you doing any continuing work with them? I know you're not. It's hard to get to Thailand, probably, but yeah, no, we did Thailand. We've adopted elephants in in Africa. Oh, cool! And it's our 40th anniversary next month, and we were supposed to go to Paris, but that COVID kind of canceled that." So I'm hoping next year we'll go to Africa so we can go visit the, the two uh, adopted elephants in the sanctuary where they are. Very cool. You think they'll recognize you from your picture? Pardon me? You think they'll recognize you from your picture? Oh, they're pretty smart. 
That's, that's why I asked. Yeah, they never forget. So. <laughs> Do you FaceTime with them? <laughs> he probably has a little picture on his desk yeah. of his. <laughs> All right. So in the chat, our friend Dana Sanderson, she asks, all caps, Steve, 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 let's see your gump tail guarantee stamp. Okay, this is my fault because I've been harping about it all year long for these people to keep an eye out for this amazing stamp that I sent. And it hasn't shown up on a single map. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I have stamped some and sent them out to Terry. They just must not make it to TV. Gosh. I'll try. I, I, if I had it on me here, I would pull it, but it's in, in my office. So, unfortunately, I don't have it here. I would show it. But, I mean, I have it. I use it. I don't pull out the saying quite as much as I used to, though. It, uh, we have negative Niven up there who burst my bubble enough, so I just stopped with the Gupto guarantees. Oh, you don't have to say it so much when you just stamp it. Yeah, and then if Laird doesn't agree, he can come in with his negative Niven next to you and says it's a rock. I better get on that, I guess. We've had that before. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I found a jewel at one point in time, and it turned out to be a shiny rock. So that was a couple years ago as well. You know, jewels are shiny rocks, technically. It wasn't a jewel. It was a rock. Yeah. <laughs> it's the piece missing off the breastplate. That's right. <laughs> Tony, how busy have you been this season? You said that, um, like, tourism's really picked up again. Are you doing, like... He froze. Hold well, on. We have to swap out a Tony. Uh-oh. Oh, wait. Uh, the second I asked. Yeah, okay, there, there he go. is. Tony, how busy have you been? Um, the bookings for this year have been insane, Deirdre. It's um, it's unbelievable. Um, more so than 2019. And so we're seeing um, cruise ships coming this year. Um, lots of people coming from the States and Europe. Um, so I'm going to have uh, probably four, maybe five boats running and five skippers this year. That's a lot. Wow. That's awesome. I uh, I am just dying to come and take your tour someday, oh, yeah. Johnny. Um, we'll try to figure out a way to get there. We have the ASAP to. because, um, well, yeah, it's just something we've been. Okay, so the pandemic hit. We had we had everything purchased. We had tickets to come see you. We had tickets to to go on the tours and everything, and then it just all went. So so sad. But we just need to make a trip just to see Tony. I guess. I guess. Well, you know what? We maybe we'll have a special Oak Island day on the boat. We'll get uh, Laird and Scott and Steve and you know a couple of the lads. Maybe a couple of beers or a wine for you as well, Deirdre. We're gonna drink till we see the teaser, Tony. Don't forget. <laughs> yep. Well, I think Dave Blankenship's in it. And um, what about you, <laughs> guys? Scott, Laird, Steve. You ever seen the teaser? I've never seen it. Just the one down the road here. That's it. <laughs> the storm. <laughs> we, we, we have our own fiery ship at home. <laughs> the ghost ship in the Northumberland. Haven't seen you out on the uh, boat a lot, Scott. You know, you said you had a to-go boat when we talked to you at the beginning of the season because you were all James Bond and ready to go. Um, not get out much this year? Or are you just not sharing it with the rest of the world? Too cold yet this year. You mean last year? Yeah, that's what I meant. 
Yeah, it's still cold here. I was in last year quite a bit, though. Don't show that on TV. <laughs> That's fair. Going back to some questions I've got for you guys. Um, let's see. Okay, we have a question for Steve from our friend Lorraine. And it says, are there, what, what's, what are you I just, about? I just laugh because there's always so many Steve questions. Well, I, I, people want to know what's people up People need Steve, to know things. I guess, yeah. All right, so uh, are there any other areas of the island that you've surveyed that we haven't seen on TV that are promising era, areas to search in uh, that you feel should be looked in at more in more detail? Uh, I mean, we can't get into too much because it hasn't aired, but I definitely have particular areas that I like. Um, I talked about this the other day. I really like lot 12 through 20. And I think if I was going to focus on an area, it would be in the swamp all the way to Smith's Cove and South Cove. And that would be where I would focus a lot of resources. I also like lot eight because of some of the anomalies we picked up this year. Uh, most of that is here over the past couple of years. But if you gave me unlimited resources, I would spend it almost all of it in lot eight, just a little bit in lot eight. And then I go heavy on the swamp, money pit, Smith's Cove, South Cove. And I think that is where you can put everything together. And like I said in previous years, and I've, it's aired and I've said it on this podcast, uh, some of these roads that we want to find or we have found, I'd spend a lot of time investing into finding these. I know you know, some of the other guys might not be as gung-ho, but I, I like the roads. I like the stone road, the swamp. I try to chase that upland. Um, and I chase some of these side path roads, what I call the Oak Island Interstate. I think if you can follow that, um, it would tell a lot of answers. Well, they go somewhere, right? <laughs> so they had to have a purpose. Yeah. I mean, the last few episodes of the show um, have seen a lot of uh, the beginnings of work on Lot 8. And so hearing you say that makes me kind of excited. Like, what's coming to Lot 8? I mean, what have you guys... What, what's, what do you know? It's a Lot 8 is looking up. Yeah. yeah. Tonight, tonight's going to be heavy on Lot 15, I think, from the commercial. So I, I like Lot 15 as well. Right, the Stone Road itself is on Lot 15, and it points up Lot 15, uh, parallel to the property line. So, what was deemed by David McGinnis as a possible pine tire kiln, we're seeing yeah. there's a connection there, and then that will air tonight. So that's in the commercial. It shows Alex running the OKM, Billy and I, and Gary and uh, Marty are out digging it one day. I think Scott was there too. I think tonight's going to go heavy on that, but from what I've seen in the commercial, so. I really like Lot 15. There's something in Lot 15 that we should be chasing. Steve cool. likes the uh, eastern side. I like the east Trombone. That's right. Swamp East. Swamp East. <laughs> Is that an actual direction, Swamp East? <laughs> I don't know. That not that where Steve uh, got into that little spot? He's like, oh, I found the clearing over here. And it's like a <laughs> one foot by one foot square. The eternal optimist. <laughs> Oh, that was good. You don't Sorry. remember that? So that not. What was that about? Come on. It was about the, um, between Corian and Chris had given them the two spots, oh, uh, yeah. the two mounds, and he went to the west side. Oh, was it just, the west side? Yeah, because he was, they already had been to the east side, so they went to the west side, <laughs> west side, and... <laughs> there was no mound, but where they wanted him to look, he's like, I'm going to go in this little clearing. <laughs> it, it, it was not a clearing. It did not count. It was good TV, though. It was good TV. All right. <laughs> so I've got, I've got a question for Laird here from, uh, from Lorraine also. Um, 
So, uh, you know, you've, you've, you've answered some of this and we know most, most of your like professional life is Oak Island, but she just wants to know, do you have any, uh, archeological digs anywhere else that you go to at all or, uh, that you're interested in going to? It's no, it's all Oak Island right now. Um, if I had the choice and the, and the freedom, I would do uh, World War One archaeology in in Belgium and France, mm -hmm. probably. Very cool. Yeah. Um, what was it? There was um, was it a Beyond Oak Island last year, or was it something else where they had the um, they had something in France? I thought then um, connected to land somehow. That connect. Whoa! Yeah, I know. I, I don't know. I don't remember. I, but I do have a question for Laird because oh. he uh, gave us this wonderful thing at the pregame when at the beginning of the season, and we learned about the book of stuff Steve Guptill says. <laughs> he gave us some of my favorite quotes of all time, and I'm just wondering if there you had any other favorites that you wanted to share with us. Oh, <laughs> PG. Most of them are most of them are X-rated, actually. Okay, so you're gonna have to organize your chapters, I think, by ratings. Well, I think the X-rated would probably be the best selling. Uh, true, but at least you know which ones you can share with who. Look at him dive yeah. into it. I it's love it. It's 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 a long, long, long list. <laughs> Oh, like he actually has the book on hand. Yeah, no, okay. like oh, it, it's actually an ongoing thing. People keep track of everything I say wherever I go. So a camera guy will send Laird a text, text of something I said, or Scott, or Cheryl. Scott, let me one today. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, here's one of my favorites. He says, what's wrong with me? Laird's got a book. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus had to sprinkle something on, on my family and gave it to me. <laughs> oh, that's a bad one. <laughs> He's not as dumb as he, we give him credit for. Circumstances around the ladies are pretty unique, too. So. <laughs> I mean, it goes on and on. Oh, my gosh. Like, that. if you want to fund the rest of the dig, I, I feel like you could just do it on sales of this book alone. Tackle the Walmart stores. I, I I think so. I, we we get Jack to uh, Jack will illustrate it. So 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 here's one that we were going to give the Laird, but it didn't come out of Steve's mouth, so it didn't make the cut. But Charles was in today to see us, and he was in Walmart. And this woman comes up to him and he starts talking to him, and you know how she loves the show and all this stuff. And so she's sitting there talking to Charles, and people are walking by and they're hearing this, and they kind of slow down and see what's going on. And she says. And that surveyor, she says, Steve, she says, his, I love the sound of his voice. He's like audible chocolate. <laughs> He's audible what? Audible chocolate. I was going to say, did I just hear that right? Audible yeah. chocolate. You guys used that in a, in a messenger earlier, and I didn't understand what it meant. <laughs> this is perfect because we also got the Steve Guptill quote of, I have a very romantic voice in my head. Earlier, yeah. she agrees. Now we have proof of one fan who agrees. 
I like I like I have very quick hands like a cat. <laughs> yeah. I use that one a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah. And that's funny. Anyway. I'm, okay. I'll leave it there, Steve. Thank you. That just made my night. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think uh, whoever's up for it, you guys should, like, go on a tour, you know? Like, go to comedy clubs and uh, just uh, talk about whatever. Because, you know, people do that. Like, celebrities. These guys are celebrities. Whether you guys want to be or not, you are. And, you know, you have millions of people watching you every week. So, um, there would be a demand for it. Like, let's say you're, you're someplace, you know, some uh, comedy club in Halifax. We'll take two tickets. We'll come watch that. Who wouldn't? Steve? I mean, I would. I love an audience. <laughs> I, I need to write that, that one down. I love an audience. I love an audience. Yeah. Oh, no, seriously. When I'm, I love public speaking because let's say there's a 100 or two or 300. How many other people that are in the audience? They are sitting there and they have to listen to me talk. I mean, it's perfect. Like, they're forced to sit there and listen to me talk unless they have to go to the washroom. But I love an audience. So anytime I, you want to pay to listen to me talk, I will take your money. <laughs> That's why you don't like Scott, because he'll just walk away. <laughs> Actually, it's quite don't the Don't you have one of those 0900 chat rooms, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> Those oh nine hundred chat rooms, buddy. Well, I mean, I do have a romantic voice, so it makes sense, right? <laughs> there may or may not be a couple of people on the island. Steve may or not may or may not be one of them. But someone to tell them to stop talking. Listen, it's so funny. Oh my god! I just see Steve's new like Twitter handle, Audible Chocolate. <laughs> Should do it. That's so funny. Oh, oh gosh. Man. So um, actually, this, this is perfect right here from Lauren in the chat. She says, a new tour for Tony Sampson, the Oak Island Comedy Boat Tour. <laughs> Do it. It's free money for you guys. People will pay like, oh, my gosh, people will pay for that. Easy. Do it, Tony. Okay. We'll have to see what we can put together this year, right, guys? <laughs> I'd be up for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. I'm buying out the great. boat. <laughs> I like I like public speaking as much as Scott does. I think. Yeah. Scott, I think you might like it more than I do. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, from what I understand, Tony is a pretty good singer, so he can kind of serenade everybody, right? <laughs> the comedy show and karaoke on a that boat. Uh oh, you all right? <laughs> He's He's can't get yep. we're, all, we're all good here. <laughs> did you, what did you say about that? No, I haven't even had a beer yet. <laughs> I don't believe you. What's that, man? <laughs> so, what did you? What do you think about this? Uh, this idea we just came up with with the comedy tour boat with uh, you on a microphone doing some singing, uh, some karaoke. Yeah, anything is possible. I mean, I, I think if we fed, fed Laird a couple of decent scotches, um, he might break into a good verse of something or other there too. I've got some right here. <laughs> I'm so in for this. Excellent. You want to take a couple of shots and sing us a song then, buddy? 
Not yet. No, Steve's a Steve's a cheaper drunk than me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love that. Oh, yep. Scott, you're great. <laughs> Listen, two, two beer Steve is your favorite Steve. Yeah, it's kind of. I'm the worst. Yeah, I, I so I went with Deidre to a, a hockey game about a month ago, and she had like two beers and or two uh, were they ciders? Tiffany took me for ciders. Yeah, well, and then she was like plastered immediately. I was just like, oh my god! I haven't been out in a while. Okay, <laughs> I guess not. They were very delicious, and they were heavy pours. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but oh, it was goodness. a good time. There was some singing involved. Who won? Oh, it was minor league hockey. It wasn't. It was still a winner. Oh, it was Portland Winterhawks. Oh, yeah, it was. That's that's not minor league. Well, what is it? It's still professional hockey, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was uh, was a high scoring game. I think they scored like eight goals. Yeah, lots of. Fights, all the good stuff. It, when it's Seattle versus Portland, it yeah. you know gets pretty gnarly, just like it does yeah. in a uh, soccer. So good stuff. And the cider was good. What? What? Oh, I'm just saying. Your turn. Oh. <laughs> you were pointing to my drink. I was pointing to your phone. Well, your so DJ's phone. already getting a little tipsy here. With I all am. Of us, y'all. I am not. I'm just weird. <laughs> hey. It, Laird, you're, you're uh, doing some kind of uh, charity work, and with your uh, your trowels getting uh, yes. presented to a winner of a raffle, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's part of it. Was started by Eric Valois, so he's the other surveyor. Gotcha. Um, and he asked me to be part of his team. Yeah, so it's a hundred kilometer bike ride uh, in October, uh, mm-hmm. raising money for cancer, specifically to the Isaac Walton Killam Hospital in Halifax. Oh, yeah, cool. kind of trying to incentivize it and raise whatever I can to to help the cause because it's, I mean, almost everybody we know has been touched by cancer. So yeah, yeah, gotcha. So well, that's uh, very very cool, and uh, uh, it's something that's. Um, I'll put. We'll put up. A, we've already shared the link before, but we'll share the link again. Uh, because I think what is it, every five dollars you get an entry. Oh, that was right. Yeah, and that one's going to be up soon, and then I'll put more stuff up. Sweet, very oh, cool, wow. love it. All right, so Deidre's like over here eagerly, like flipping through her maps that she okay. took screenshots of, um, or not her <laughs> Steve's maps. Yes, okay. I have a real problem. Okay, what's okay? Right? So because I was trying to figure out, I didn't get a chance to go back when we talked to them initially on. November 2nd, I was trying to figure out whether or not they had put down the fifth case on yet, because mm-hmm. I couldn't remember if it was mid-October or mid-November that they had put it down. Okay. I wanted to know if they were holding out it? on us. I, I was working on that. Oh, they see. interrupted me, but that's okay. I'll allow it. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, so that was really surprising to the viewers, though, because we had been hearing all season we're going to do, you know, at most uh, four big caissons mm-hmm. down in the money pit. And then we got the, the surprise fifth one. So it's fun for us to see. Um, 
Yeah, that looks like it went down. Well, they selected it on November fifteenth. Okay, so, there you go. So I'm not upset. Yeah, so not they, they, they hadn't have started on it yet when they talked to us. So That's go. true. That's true. Long season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Could you say that with more excitement? <laughs> hmm. Is Tony back? back. We keep losing poor Tony. Yeah, the reception's not super hot, I guess. If he Uh, he is where I think he is, it's kind of a dead spot, so. Aw. Let's see here. Yeah, because that was... Okay. Okay, I'm going back to my question. Oh, sorry. Carry on. Sorry, I thought she had something like... No, I didn't have anything important. I was researching on the fly. My bad. Okay, so um, our uh, one of our listeners, Mary McMahon. Uh-huh. Can you add Tony back? Is he back? Yeah, cool. Um, Mary McMahon asks, if you could have a conversation with one past searcher, who would it be and what would you ask him? And that's for everybody. Well, I would obviously want to speak to Samuel Ball. He wasn't technically a searcher. Um, well, no, that's not true. You know what? For me, it would probably be um, McGuinness, Vaughan, and Smith. Uh, The original three. Okay, yeah. Just see where it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, then you'll know where... uh, Because I remember the... um, When they they were talking about the Pine Tar Kiln in the last season, uh, Laird said... um, yeah, and there was all these stories about seeing lights from the island, mm-hmm. and that's what it could have been, the pine tar kiln. And then like the production just ran with that. They're like, yes, Laird is behind this. Yes, they put their stamp of, you know, Laird, go, Laird stamp go. of approval. And so uh, that's that was uh, that was awesome. But um, yeah, that, that whole, uh, like knowing exactly where the money was, like at the beginning, would be pretty outstanding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see here. Well, James yeah. would be one of the one of the people you'd want to talk to, or Professor Hamilton maybe. Mm. Just because we don't have much, nothing from Professor Ham- Professor Hamilton, we don't have his records. But Pipeda was a big mystery. He's the one that <clears throat> that gave up everything to try to get his chance to do it. Right? I mean, the time whenever there was jobs were scarce and you were supporting a family, and he had a good job, to walk away from that just on a chance. That speaks to something real there. It's a really good point. Yeah, for me, it would be a twofold. Uh, one sad would be the Restall family. I think the Restall family had a lot of secrets. They had a lot of information. They left us good information. Um, and then for me, it would be the Halifax company, and that's because it was a Guptal in the Halifax company. So I was not the first Guptal on the island. Hopefully he wasn't their surveyor. <laughs> <laughs> Burn. No, listen, this is this is life in the research center. We have a great time. You look like you're having a great time as they're dishing it. Listen, they can t- they tease me all I want. The second they tick me off is when I second I stop doing work, and then it causes them to fall behind. Ooh, does that stand oh, true? No, we get a, this is great. We this is what the research center is. We fill out the bulk, we make fun of each other. If we're not making fun of each other, we're not liking each other. If I'm not picking on you, I don't like you. It's all about the brotherly love, huh? Great. Yeah. 
Write that down, Laird. If I'm not picking on you, I don't like you. <laughs> Probably already in there. That's really I'm funny. on it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you got you, you made sure something got put in the book of Gupto. Yes. All right, cool. Even though the stamp <clears throat> never made it. I'm not, Maybe the stamp I'm not will be on the all. cover. The stamp will be on just, the cover. There you go. You gotta let Laird design his own cover. That's okay. True. Calm down. Okay. It'll be on the back cover. All right. Um, well, we need to start wrapping up because yes, it, we are 10 minutes from uh, the Maddie uh, Blake special. The Maddie Blake special drilling down. And then uh, after that's over, we're going into the season finale of the Curse of Oak Island that we're oh so excited about. Yep. And uh, uh, before we go, just want to say anything else you guys want to say about um, about to see at the end of the season or anything that uh, I don't know, just anything at all. Go for it. Mm. I've I think the point I would make is that, you know, there are a lot of detractors about what we're doing, especially in my line of work. There are a lot of detractors, but what I'd like them to know is, is how much we do behind the scenes and how you get people like, like, like uh, Craig will call you on a Sunday afternoon with a technical question. So it's not just us. It's, it's the owners who are, who are, are, are still carrying on this, uh, this search um, when the cameras are gone. You know, I, I just, I think we don't get enough credit for how sincere the work is and how much work goes into it that you don't see. I would agree with Laird. People seem to think that the only thing they see on TV is all we do. So we do 45 minutes work a week. <laughs> uh, Kevin Burns said it best, if I'm gonna follow up. Kevin Burns said, you see 1% of what we do. Yeah, that's probably the truth. You see about one percent of what is actually done. You know, uh, we we hear every theory. You know, we've tried a lot of things that we hear. Why didn't you try this? Why didn't you try that? We've tried that. And I, like, I, I like the other thing that he said better. What's that? Short of a trip to the okay, so I want everything filmed on that island. <laughs> yeah, and they do. They film everything we do. And so, if you think about it, they film say ten to twelve hours oh, of the yeah. footage a day. You've got three crews, right? Maybe one in the swamp, one in the money pit, one somewhere else. Maybe follow them here, Gary. That's a lot of footage. If there's, if there's people that don't get credit for, for what's done, it's the people that make the show. The, the camera guys on our show, like, you know, they, they'll talk about other shoots that they do, and they're relatively short spurts, and then they get a break while they change, you know, uh, their sets or they move from a, to a different room of a house or whatever they're doing. These guys are out there and they hold the cameras all day and they're in every condition and they are on their knees, they're on their butt, they're climbing over top of things, they're in the most awkward positions you can imagine, they're still holding that camera. Yeah. You know, and the audio guys are sitting out in the rain, keeping everything in tune, or just, they all work so hard and like I say, it's, it's, it's something to see. And without being on a, you know, seeing a show and how it's made, people don't realize that. I mean, like, think of it. When we're in the swamp, a couple of years ago, we were in the swamp a lot. We'd have waiters on. We'd be waiting around the swamp. We're in the swamp. They're in the swamp. They have waiters on. They just have a camera on the shoulder. Yeah. So. And they're trying to keep the equipment dry at the same time. And it's incredible. And frame up the shop. Uh, right? You do anything for the shop. Yeah. Plain and simple. They do. Yeah. I totally agree with Steve there. Like, I've I've been swimming around in the swamp there especially in the spring um it's you know freezing cold and aj's been in the water with the camera with me it's been absolutely you know like 
it's exactly what Stephen Scott said. They really do go above and beyond. Yeah. Well, you know, they make a phenomenal TV show or else uh, millions of people around the world would not tune in every week like we do. Mm -hmm. I mean, we love it, obviously. And all the Clear. people in our chat and all of our listeners, they – uh, they go the extra mile to try to get even more uh, content out of Oak Island that may or may not uh, be worth anything, but we think it is. Um, but um, my ramblings aren't worth that much. Yeah, well, they're fun. You're fun. Yeah, I'm pretty funny. I yeah. mean, that's cool. No, but I no, I'm just saying. Like, uh, we love what you guys do. We love what your crew does. Uh, um, everybody else that we haven't that are, isn't you know, here with us today, but all the other uh, crew members, you're all phenomenal. And it's, you're just so much fun to watch. So I just want to say uh, thanks for, for doing what you guys do because it is super entertaining for people like us. All right. Um, I think that's kind of it. Yeah. Let's wrap it. We only got, we only have what, six minutes until the finale starts. So we got to go let people get their dinner, their snacks, all the above. Uh, yeah. So if you're on the East Coast, uh, you get to watch it in six minutes. Yep. Everybody or else can... is tapered after that, or you can watch it directly on the History app. Yeah, watch it on the History app if you're not on the East Coast. That way you can watch it at real time with everybody else. All right, so I think that's all. And all right. I want to say, you know, thank you so much to Laird, Steve, Scott, and Tony for being here with us Seriously. today yep. and making our 100th episode very special, so special. and uh, very fun, too. So thanks, you guys. All right. Glad we could be part of it. Thanks for having us, guys. And congratulations on the uh, on the 100. It's been um, it's, it's been a crazy ride. And um, you guys are awesome. Thank you. Have a great evening, everybody. All right. Until uh, next time. Could it be? Could it be? I'm paying you. <laughs> All right. Bye.